a fraudulent Wednesday uh, here in the Eric Zane Show podcast. I am so glad you are here. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. My gosh, yes. Uh, blazing through it once again. Dear Meathead happens in 58 minutes with my multi-talented uh, 89-year-old father. He'll be 90 in March. Um, excited about that as always. We'll get dad in here. If you have a question for dear meathead, anything at all that you want to run up his flagpole, uh, he loves to hear from you. Send it in on the shoreliners strifing inbox. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. If you uh, need any advice about stuff going on in your life, maybe about, uh, I don't know, simple stuff around the house, a project, kids acting up. Maybe you're torn in a life decision about, about what to do. I know I have one. I could run by him. I want to buy a uh, snowmobile, a snow machine. I don't think uh, I want to buy a brand new one. But Charity Scam Mike, you know, uh, he has uh, set up shop on the property up north with his family since the rug got pulled out from under him. And uh, he's got his uh, his trailer on the property right next to my old one. So that's awesome. But he wants a place to be able to go and uh, head up north and uh, uh, ride around on the snowmobile trails on his snow machine. He's got a whole bunch of snow machines. They go, well, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. And uh, he goes, you should come up with us. I've never done that. I have never... I've never ridden on a snow machine ever. And he goes, you don't even need one. I've got one. So maybe I'll do that. I'll just use his instead of just, Hey, I've never done this before in my life. Let me go buy one. That'd be horrible. It sounds like a, a, a too much of a big decision, you know, something that I should wait on. You know, I, I'm the only guy who can start out with, yeah, I think I'm going to buy. Oh uh, no, that's a bad idea. What an idiot. Uh, so looking forward to hearing dad on the show in a little bit. Stand by. I got to drink this and boy, do I need it. Oh my God. This coffee. One more. That's it. That's it. It's gone. Uh, I got the grogs. I, uh, I, I woke up and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. It cannot be time. No way. Did not feel good. Uh, did not uh, go to sleep in a timely fashion. I was just laying there. I even took an emergency pill. An emergency pill is uh, one that when you're having a panic slash anxiety attack, you take that thing and it kind of uh, brings you down, you know? Makes you, makes you tired. Uh, relaxes you a little bit. I had a uh, slight, I was ticking a little bit with anxiety. Just a couple of things popped up. And they are always irrational. They never come true. Um, but in the moment, I've talked about it again and again. It's, now this is going to happen. And it it's the weirdest damn thing. What never happens at that moment, I'm convinced it's going to happen. And I can eat, all I can do is when I'm having that feeling of, all right, something terrible is going to happen. 
my uh, toolbox. I open up my toolbox. My well, it's my metaphorical toolbox. And I go, all right, yeah. Uh, unpack the um, one about how this is never going to happen. It never does. And usually that that helps me. But it didn't really help this time. So I was like, all right, uh, plan B, pharmaceuticals. Grab the pill bottle. Um, that was good. You know, I eventually fell asleep, but I don't know if it was because of the drugs. Uh, I, I made the fatal mistake of, well, I was exhausted at like 3.34 p.m. I was like, I got to lay down. I got to take a nap. I am never one to just power through. When I'm tired, I rest. I lay down. I get about 45 minutes in and uh, it's awesome. I wake up. I don't know where I'm at. It's 4.45 in the afternoon or th- 4.15 in the afternoon. I'm like, holy shit. Takes me a while to get out of bed. What do I do then? I slam a Coke. Now, this is not good for me. If I want to be in bed at the right time that I normally am, which is like, you know, nine o'clock. I can't be taking naps uh, in the back half of the afternoon and, and slamming Coca-Colas. These aren't great things. And uh, so I'm just laying there wide awake. Oh, I finally uh, at like, uh, I don't know, 1045, put the phone down. You know, you get a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, you, you, you can't be looking at the phone. No bullshit. The phone is what puts me to sleep. I don't even turn on the TV anymore. My God. Um, so then I can't sleep. And then I remember that Amanda had given me some information that odd tinkering has a new video out. This is the dumbest thing ever. Uh, this guy makes YouTube videos. Um, no, no talking, just maybe a, a few captions written down. Of him, his hands, gloved hands with protective gloves, um, restoring things. He's the guy who restored the old Atari 2600 that was in a flood. He takes it all apart, cleans it, and gets it running. These these restorations, I, I, I cannot believe how amazing these are. And, and it's just the dumbest thing in the world. It's like, uh, I always used to love that show, How It's Made. And... Um, this is like in that type of it it fulfills that he's got a um uh one of a japanese steak knife that looks like it, he got it you know from the bottom of the ocean it's so corroded and um he's earned enough money on these youtube videos that he buys this he keeps upgrading his tools you know and um he has this laser you put you put the uh, rusted japanese uh, knife, steak knife in this, uh, compartment that in this laser compartment, and then you turn the laser on and the rust just disappears magically. It's the most amazing thing ever. He brings this, uh, Japanese steak knife back to life. And I was like, Oh my God. But then, uh, I like 
was not yet tired. Ryan has seen all these. I see he's commenting about the knife one was amazing. He says the white PS3 episode fell asleep watching it. Damn it. Um, he has a, uh, a toy R2-D2 from 1977. It's a remote controlled R2-D2. And it's probably like, you know, eight inches tall. And it's it's completely not functioning. He takes it apart, and I ended up falling asleep with just a handful of minutes in it, and it worked. So this guy restoring stuff, I can't. I was fighting it. I was like, actually, you know, my eyes were like falling asleep or, or closing. I was like, oh my god, I'm I'm losing it. it it's working. It has worked. I'm like, well, I just got to hang on for five more minutes. I was like, ah, fuck it, shut it down. Uh, very refreshing. Writes that guy is a wizard. I like how he does things like um, uh, a plating. He does plating, electro, uh, uh, when you, you you put the, whatever it is he wants to plate into like liquid and has like an electric current running through it. And the next thing you know, it's got like a chrome plating on it. My God. Um, he does a lot of stuff like that. And uh, I don't know. He, the uh, plastic on the R2-D2 was like a yellow Okay, R2-D2 is not yellow. He, he takes all the plastic parts and he puts it in, in like a solution, like a hydrogen peroxide solution, and then turns on like some special light. And then you actually see it like overnight become white somehow. I've tipped off a lot of people about this, or maybe they, they knew, knew about it before. Ryan has become a fan. The ice cream maker one was crazy too. It was like a 150 year old ice cream maker. Shit. I could watch these all day. Um, Chris with a terrible joke that I am not going to even mention. What is wrong with you? So eventually, eventually I freaking fell asleep. But it was way too late. And then um, with my malfunctioning prostate gland, um, completely uh, wrecking everything. And, and I, I, I have, I'm, thank God I have a doctor's appointment because I have to report to buyers. Look, dude, I know you gave me the medicine, but this thing is still acting up. The Flomax, I'm, I'm just beating the hell out of the uh, uh, Flomax, it it doesn't it doesn't seem to have any effect. I wake up in the middle of the night, I have to go pee, and then I just stand there. I have to like think my way through it, and then finally, trickle trickle, dribble dribble, stupid stupid, and like a thimbleful of pee comes out. My bladder still has pee in it. But it's decreased enough that it doesn't, it isn't like uncomfortable. I lay down 15 seconds later, I have to pee again. I've had it. That thing is just choking off my pee tube. Real problem. And again, I don't, I don't know what to expect. I mean, um, I don't think it's anything more than just an enlarged prostate. And I don't know if that necessarily means you're going to get cancer of the prostate. I know it's a very common cancer in dudes. 
And uh, the key is to catch it early. Have you gotten a PSA score? No. I have had it. I have gone to the doctor. I explained to him my symptoms. He uh, did check it digitally. And I I will never forget that because I was like, dude, you can't just jam, doc. You can't just cram it up there. I've heard what Kent has said. Every male will have prostate cancer. Yes, like if you live long enough, you will eventually get prostate cancer. I've heard that too. Um, when the doc checked, I was like, oh my God. And he's way doing a, in like a total inspection. And it was a horrible feeling. It was actually painful. And he goes, nope. I don't detect anything worth worrying about. Take the medicine. You'll be fine. Well, I'm not fine. In fact, right sitting here right now, I got to go pee. And that I I cannot even concentrate when I have to pee, but I'm going to have to. All right. So I woke up, felt like shit, uh, down one cup of coffee. And I had to get that second one in. I feel barely capable to pull this nonsense off uh, for yet another Eric Zane Show podcast. As I indicated to you, it is a fraudulent Wednesday. Um, so I'm recording. Who are these Zanes? Who are these freebeers? And we're doing the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast all in the back half of the day. All right. Uh, who are these Zanes? Who are these Freebeers? And the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. I'm excited about that. On the Who Are These Freebeers episode, I have a ton of material that I pulled from a recent show, uh, the recent uh, Freebeer and Howling show that was last Friday. Uh, I have a, a number of examples of moments in time where Freebeer fires off a joke that in the room nobody gets and nobody responds to. And he kind of, I don't even know why he, he busted them out. I think that they were in his brain and, and, uh, he, he gets into like, um, mental fights in his brain about what to say and what not to say. And usually, um, the bad joke that leaves is, um, proof that his, he's what has won that war in his head. The problem is when it comes out, he doesn't have all the pieces of the joke to make it funny or all the information or uh, maybe key components that he's uh, trying to remember. And uh, I, I just don't understand. And it, it all comes down to what's going on in your brain that makes you decide to just burst out with a joke that you're not even sure how that joke goes in your head, let alone when it's leaving your mouth. Uh, numerous examples of things that they should not be talking about. Specifically, the great living room debate they actually had a debate on their show about living rooms and how the term is obsolete and in a person's home you don't need to have a living room and when you hear it you'd be like why the fuck are you even having this conversation on the radio there nothing in the landscape of the conversation is worth planting a flag and saying I'm pro living room or I'm against living room. 
We'll get to that. So that's all coming up on a fraudulent Wednesday. Uh, Ben and I will have those. If you are on Patreon, we'll have who are these free beers and who are these Zanes live. You'll be able to watch it as we are um, uh, going over and reviewing the material. It won't be live where you are like on the show with us like it is during the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. But that is the quickest way to get these shows uh, before everybody else on the audio podcast. Eventually, they are made available within a day or two or three. But if you want them as they happen, uh, three shows today on Patreon. Who are these Zanes? Who are these Freebeers? And the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. One after the other, starting at about, I don't know, 520 or so, and ending at about 830. That's a lot. That's that's why it's a fraudulent Wednesday. You've got two hours, two and a half hours, two hours and 40 minutes of morning podcast, plus an additional three hours uh, afternoon slash evening podcast. That's fraudulent. Okay? Don't ask me. I didn't think it up. But if you guys want to call it a big fraud Wednesday for marketing purposes, I'm okay with it. I am all right with being fraudulent. Speaking of fraudulent, uh, Trump indicted again for the third time. Now, honestly, me to sit here and try to unpack this is ridiculous. I don't know if anybody even cares. The guy's been indicted three times now this year. Hush money for uh, a porn star. Um, documents and now trying to overthrow the election. The big argument from the Republicans is, oh, okay. Uh, well, what about Biden? What about in his business dealings with his brother? Uh, I 1 million percent feel that he is also should be indicted without a doubt. These two are the worst. And I kind of want it all to go because, you know, at the end of the day, if Biden is the president of the United States, if Trump is the president of the United States, none of that is going to affect me in running the Eric Zane show podcast household. Nothing. Okay. Uh, it's, it's something to talk about. Frankly, that's about the extent of what I look at this. The only place where I divide um, the thing that I can't stand about Trump is all of the, um, first of all, the people that uh, support him drive me up a wall. Um, but whatever, I can get past that. Uh, it, some of these social issues that Trump is um, kind of not behind piss me off. Uh, is this going to matter? No. Trump is probably, probably going to win in the upcoming election. We very well could have a scenario, ladies and gentlemen, where the president is Donald Trump and he pardons himself. And (laughs) I kind of want to live through an era where that happens. I kind of want to be in 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 a life, in a world where he stands in front of America and says, I hereby declare that I am pardoned for these things. Which, you know, I've heard it brought up now 
two or three times by various talking heads. The potential of him pardoning himself. And if you're a Democrat, and I am not, if you are, uh, let me let me back up. If Chris Christie won the nomination, you're damn well sure I would vote for him. Um, I don't know if I'd vote for Pence, but I would for sure vote for Chris Christie. Uh, I don't think I would vote for um, what's the what's the guy's name from Florida. Uh, I I would not vote for him, and I can't. I I'm undecided on Nikki Haley, but it isn't going to matter. Because if you add up all of uh, the votes that those people get in the primary, and um, and then or in in the, and if you add up all the poll points, th- that of all of them is not going to surpass Trump. He continues to just be a juggernaut. It doesn't matter. And the fact that he will be going up against Biden, who's an absolute disaster. Um. My God. Uh, if you're the Democrats, you're like, I, we just wish we could put somebody out there that has a chance. But in my opinion, he doesn't. I, I, I am starting to think more and more that it is going to be Trump's day in um, a year and three months. Uh, can I cannot believe that we have to put up with this for a year and three months? I'm looking forward to the... Uh, Republican primary debates, so I think that those will be fun. I always, I always love those. All right, Pat McAfee. Wait a minute, what was I going to talk about? I think I forgot something. I was going some somewhere with that. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Uh, Pat McAfee is a uh, remarkably popular um, podcast host. I uh, the first the good. The dude somehow has managed to become incredibly popular despite, I mean, he was a punter in the NFL. I, I, I doubt outside of uh, the team that he punted on, I think was the Colts. Uh, I had never heard of him when he was a player or punter. Uh, and then he starts doing his podcast and then I, his name starts popping up more and more over the years. And uh, he has a lot of, uh, he has AJ Hawk on that show who doesn't really provide too much. He kind of just stares into the camera and uh, he has a type of um, uh, vibe where a lot of ball busting between the players on the show, you know, guy chat, guy stuff, guy talk. And they talk a lot of sports and uh, drama uh, from silliness in the world. Not that different than any other uh, lighthearted sports talk radio show that you might find. Um, and, you know, he's incredibly popular. And he also has a uh, uh, a prominent spot in WWE. Um, and he just recently signed a deal with uh, ESPN for tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, prior to that, he was uh, teamed up with, I don't know what it was, some online casino or DraftKings or some shit and, you know, just making a ton of money. And I, I, I look at that model and it's like, I mean, I give the guy all the credit in the world. He, um, started doing the podcast and built it to where it is right now. You, you, you gotta love that. Something from nothing, uh, something from nothing, but okay. The latest bit of heat though, he busted out a reference to Larry Nasser, And, um, 
a friend of his who works on the show uh, was they were having a discussion about the football uniforms, one of the alternate uniforms for the Michigan State Spartans. And he, uh, McAfee referenced Larry Nasser. Football uniforms are ridiculous. I'm trying to locate them right now. What the hell they look like. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't hate the uniforms. I, I love a lot of the alternate uniforms. I know that they're gaudy as hell. Uh, but who cares? Michigan state went with the, uh, pants that are like a, uh, a light lime sherbet, perhaps with the dark green tops or shirts. No one calls them tops. And Evan Fox is the one he says, I still can't believe Michigan state thought it was okay to roll out these uniforms. And then Pat McAfee throwaway comment on July 30th was, I think Nasser was in on the design team actually. Well, first of all, There's nothing funny about that. I mean, uh, I mean, when I, I mean, like if there, if there was uh, if that made sense, you know, and it doesn't, I mean, uh, nothing of that one liner is, is actually humorous. Um, I, I don't even know what he was thinking. I think Nasser was in on the design team. Actually, that tells me that this is just a throwaway joke that doesn't make any sense, but boy, did it blow up. So most people who weigh in on this think that this is a comment that means that, um, uh, what the fuck dude should be fired. Pat McAfee should be, uh, canceled completely. And because of this and people were like, you should apologize. And he's like, uh, Hmm. He kind of doubled down on it. (sighs) From all the comments people are making when, when I first heard it, I was, uh, and I, and I don't care for McAfee. He's just kind of like, uh, you know, he's a bro and he's not that great at what he does. And, um, the, the show seems like everybody on it is on cocaine to begin with. Um, but whatever, you know, there's, there's, there's a ton of people that love it, but this, these are his comments in responding to all the backlash. And I'm going to want your thoughts too, as to, um, how you think how how offensive this is that he said I think Larry Nasser was in on the design. Streets were talking, I think they missed us. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. I think there were some people that missed us. Some. Go green, Foxy. Go white. You son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. And if you've never seen Pat McAfee, he does most of his show while standing. He's just got he's a lot of high energy, you know. Thirty six year old dude. Hey, listen, I don't want to say it. Because, you know, there is a all-out onslaught against me right now for simply linking one terrible thing from a school yep. mm-hmm. with the most terrible thing from the school sure. mm-hmm. to a friend in a reply tweet talking shit to a friend. Yes. Right. And 
I do apologize if some people took that in a different way and then spun it in their own narrative to offend a bunch of other people and then kind of did sure. that whole thing. I, I was simply talking shit to my friend. But does it feel like Michigan State alum are trying to silence some media whenever oh, yeah. they acknowledge mm. that Larry Nasser, the one of the most horrible humans ever, ever yeah, of ever. all time, yeah. He was at Michigan State 14 years. Long time. So that's not really a part of the story. He, right. like, they kind of created like and empowered. And, yeah, so, like, if huh. that's going to get us canceled, oh, when we get oh, – Yeah, Foxy knew. Just wait. Oh, We're in trouble. Oh, it's going to get loud. Loud. It is going to – I was thinking that yesterday as I was reading this thing. People are, you need to delete this and apologize. I'm like, uh – why? What, I don't. I'm talking shit to my oh. friend about something that definitely happened at his school, and I said this guy's on a design team. I, um, yes, you did, and it didn't make sense. It was just, I don't know. Um, I guess we can't. I guess they're they're saying you you can never utter his name in a flippant way. That's what people are saying. You you can never speak to this. Um. And I guess my take on this is, so when you just make a benign throwaway reference to him, that means somebody gets fired. Um, I oftentimes put myself into these scenarios. Now, um, I would never make say the exact thing that he said because it doesn't make any sense. Not that I don't say things that don't make sense, but... Fuck, this seems ridiculously um, aggressive, uh, the the response to him. It's almost, it's it's just too much. I just, if, if only there's be a way of just, oh, come on, knock it off. You can't, don't talk about him. I don't know, um, it, but people are killing this guy. And, and I do not like this guy. I think he's a dildo who's immensely popular. But if he was... The least of anybody. This guy has done the worst imaginable. So if he did design those terrible jerseys that Michigan Horrible. State had as well, you know that would be the that wouldn't even be mentioned in the Larry Nasser entire thing. No, Lee, I want to let everybody know it was coming after me. We believe Larry Nasser terrible human. Sure, worst human, yeah. disgusting mm -hmm. human. I would yes. like to say this show covered that more than probably anybody. Pretty extensively. Mm -hmm. I, I, more than anybody Definitely about how bad Michigan of a guy State, he is. I, I think, Definitely. I don't like the whole. Um, him just speaking to the peanut gallery and they all just sit around and agree with him. Yes, it's true, but that's what most of the show is. More than anybody did. So there was a lot of people like, oh, you think this guy's not? It's like, well, no, no. What I'm saying is terrible guy. Also, Foxy School. Yes. Right. So yeah. I am. And now, was. I do appreciate that Michigan State all kind of came together seemingly around me. Yep. There's people talking shit, terrible shit to me. I mean, I was, they were saying some awesome, awesomely terrible things to me. Mm -hmm. But all I could really think about the entire time is like, when Epstein Island gets brought up on. Man, oh, man. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. Penn State is undefeated. Yeah, wait till oh, AQ's here. Oh, my God. What AQ's going to be right in there. It's like we need to tell people that there's disgusting, horrible people in powerful positions. We can't just – this isn't something where it's like, hey, can't talk about this. No, it's like, hey, in our history, very recent history, mm -hmm. people were given a lot of power. They were very terrible people in the sports world. And the way we decide to cover it is by talking shit to somebody who loves everything Thing about Michigan mm -hmm. State because it's his school. Okay. So I 
I, I see exactly what he's saying there. And I, I think it's valid. I mean, if everything is the same, you can't make a crack about Penn State and their cover-up of Jerry Sandusky or Michigan State and their uh, being well aware of the terrible things of Larry Nasser. Or let's just jump into the terrible things that Adolf Hitler did. People, people make references to all of these things uh, in, in the course of conversing and, and dialogue. And of course they're off color. They're, they're, they're uh, illustrations to make a point. Uh, was his illustration good? It was a, it was a stretch. Uh, it was a leap in logic, but I, I, I don't think he, he, he wakes up in the day in the morning, uh, Pat McAfee and says, Hey, I want to go and uh, break the hearts of people who were, uh, molested by this psychopath. I don't, I'm just, I can't get behind that. Um, you know, that's, it's, it's too much to me. Right. If I went to Michigan state and this whole thing happened, if they didn't say that to me, we would be avoiding something that is very serious, very terrible and very real. So I do apologize to everybody that just took my six. If you can't say anything about something that's as serious as that with a uh, to provide a degree of levity to it, and that's what this is, even though it's poor. That's an attempt at it. Um, yeah, I, I I, cannot get behind, he must be fired. We have to end this man's career, and and that. I No way. This word tweet, and then said that I was disrespecting this and not thinking about the victims. It's like, What? I think we're thinking about the victims, future victims, and everything by reminding people that this motherfucker had a lot of power mm-hmm. at Michigan State for a long time yeah. while being a terrible human being. And I'm just shit talking a friend. I was mm-hmm. going to say, you're That's taking all. a shot at a buddy. It's as simple as that. But I have to, this, it was an eye opener, though. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? For it sure. Was. It's an eye opener because this is not going to get better. Um, we live in a day and an age where if, the pitchfork, uh, the the pitchforks, the pitchforks, and the tiki torches are out. They can qu- quickly mobilize against you, and the walls will close in. And that's just how it goes. There's there's no way to get out of this anymore because uh, there have been enough people successful in their uh, campaigns to bring people down that it's uh, well documented that all you need to do is uh, get a bunch of people together, fire off some keyboard warrior messages to uh, higher-ups, and they will fold. They will turn on you. That's an eye-opener. Definitely realized some, some things, but it's not as if it's just those things, too. Dude's mullet. Like, wait till they hear when we talk about the COVID summer of 2023. Oh I mean, there, there are so many other venues. I was, I was thinking that yesterday. Back, cause back I, I, boys, it's back. Uh, well, Zena, or... Uh, I saw your response. Yeah, so good. And I saw you promoting a movie. You know, there was yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> people try to get Bingo. G- people try to get you. I heard that's a must yeah. watch. Yeah, well, there's another one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I didn't see it, but I'm saying there's a lot of that happening. So as I put that tweet to Foxy, like, heard Nasser was on design team too. Actually, right. send, put my phone down. Wife and I go to State Fair. Yeah, have a good time. <laughs> right, seeing a lot of people, having yeah. a blast. Yeah. Exactly. Then all. By the way, for those that are new to the program, like, any time. Michigan State gets brought up anytime. Yeah. I mean, that's probably like when I send that tweet. I'm not even th- that was a team. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was super. All right, as uh, 
if you're watching the live stream, you're, you're seeing just a catastrophe unfold in front of our eyes. Ah, there it is. I had lost the visual of this clip. I need to back that up because I wasn't listening to any of what he said. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? For it sure. was an eye-opener. Definitely realized some, some things, but it's not as if it's just those things, too. Like, wait till they hear when we talk about the COVID summer of 2023. Oh I mean, there, there are so many other venues. I was, I was thinking that yesterday. Back, cause back I, boys, it's back. Uh, well, Zena, or, uh, I saw your response. It's funny because I what he's referencing there is that COVID is on the rise right now. And so they've probably discussed... Um, a time or two ab- about this. And I mean, in my brain, I've been uh, talking to myself about how I would approach it if, if COVID takes off again. And I, I have a, a schematic in my brain about how I want to address it. And it's all bad, but it's stupid. It's supposed to be. Okay. And Though that was a horrible thing that killed millions of people, including my mother. Um, if if that is the jumping off point, there could very well be people who say, how dare you? How dare you make light of something that is so terrible? We are going to tell on you and cancel you. And it's like, well, of course what I'm saying is ridiculous. That's my job. I'm supposed to... Uh, uh, have a a stupid take about it, so that the person consuming the 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 dumb material that I that I spew out while above my garage like an idiot uh, is supposed to be taken with the smallest grain of salt. That's the point. It's a different approach, and I, I try to uh, cultivate that environment on a regular basis. So any jackass who listens to what uh, this bro says and goes, oh, how dare you? Yeah, get a grip. My God, I'm, I'm sorry. I cannot, no, I'm not sorry. You cannot, you cannot do that to this man. As much of a douchebag as he is. Oh, yeah. So good. And I saw you promoting a movie. You know, there was. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> people try to get Bingo. You, people try to get you. I heard that's a must yeah. watch. Yeah, well, there's another one. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I didn't see it, but I'm saying. There's a lot of that happening. So as I put that tweet to Foxy, like, heard Nasser was on the design team too, actually. Right. Send. Put my phone down. Wife and I go to State Fair. Yeah. Have a good time. <laughs> right. Seeing a lot of people. Having a blast. Yeah. Exactly. Then all, by the way, for those that are new to the program, like, any time Michigan State gets brought up. Any time. Yeah. I mean, that's probably – like, when I send that tweet, I'm not even th- – that was a tame. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was super – like, no, I didn't think it was going to cause anything. When I read all. it, didn't the um, – The reason why it caused something is to my original point. Enough nonsense has happened where everyday Joe Schmoes, all they have to do is squawk, get enough people behind it, uh, take whatever they want out of context, and just go to town. It turns into these uh, these crazy witch hunts. Even think twice. Nope. I reply. It was a reply tweet too. Hey, this is directly to my guy. Yes. So anybody that's going to see this are people that follow me and Foxy. Now, right. obviously. It, with the world we're in, everything's public knowledge. Right. But then I got everybody telling me I need to delete it and all that shit. I'm like, well, if I delete and apologize for that, like, uh, I think it's about to be 150 <laughs> shows. We're going to have to delete off yeah. the, <laughs> the internet. That's so, true. It's like, I will talk shit about bad people forever. That's right. Sue me. 
don't actually. Right. Please. Shout out Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah. ah, that's right. Favre tried suing his ass, and it ended up blowing in far blowing up in Favre's face. Yeah. Um, there's no way in hell me with the shit that I talk on a regular basis uh, could ever be. Uh, oh, we gotta get him. We gotta get him. Now, if there's malice and intent to to harm, and uh, and 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 you know, going out of out of like uh, you know, hate speech, attacking a group of people, and uh, except the former Zaniacs, and uh, you know, it's it's this is stupid. So no, uh, I I have some close personal friends who I heard uh, beat up a uh, dude there, McAfee. I was like, yeah, uh, I, I I wish I was there with you discussing it so that I could give you some truth uh, so you ding-dongs could put down your pitchforks and your tiki torches and give you some logic here. You gotta, you can't just do this to every single person who makes a, uh, a, a simple crack who has done nothing uh, but, you know, cover it in an appropriate way, ripping this guy a new asshole on a regular basis. That, and, and, and what he says, in my opinion, is not something that is hurtful towards people who were molested by that man. Now, if he went and said, and this is a quote, if he went and said, yeah, hey, you know what? Uh, Larry Nasser victims need to get over it or something heinous like that. Well, uh, that that's an entirely different uh, ball of wax, but uh, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit there and uh, and blow this fucker up over that. Shut up. I I I I do not accept that. Um Kyle says his show is not listenable anymore. He says something 100 plus staff around him say he's right. That's I kind of picked up on that. Uh, Patrick says, I don't get it. You'll end up with free beer and hot wings if they keep canceling or attempting to cancel people over comments like this. Nazis get a bad rap, says Shauner. Corey says the difference is Hitler jokes are actually funny. Maureen says, I agree, Eric. Don't listen if you don't if you don't like him. See, the thing is, though, he just signed with Disney or ESPN for $85 million. So people sense that they can they can mess with this guy. So then they have to put up with that. And too often there have been times when companies fold under that pressure. And um I mean, in my own little microcosm of a world, I experienced that in my own way in the last month and a half. And uh, now it's a little, I mean, it's its different, but it's the same. Uh, Corey says, in I'm mad. Uh, Penn State, the university now, uh, now has no repercussions for knowingly helping the child rapist for 40 years. No, they, they definitely had repercussions. Maureen says, I don't think he should be fired for it, but no one needs to bring up Larry Nasser in a flippant way. Uh, I can see how it's terribly offensive to his many victims. 
Shauner says, just like you can't make Sandusky boy butt poking jokes. Yeah, some would argue that you just saying that is is enough to get like yeah, like me just reading that. They would want, oh, look at what he said. Uh, Rich says, it's not offensive, but it was dumb. It was done for the ratings and to get people to talk about his stupid show. I don't think about it. I don't think I mean, he's got plenty of ratings. I, I don't think he... I don't think he leans into it that much. I think we can all agree, though, that the uniforms probably will be roundly hated. Widely hated and panned. All right. Uh, That's my take on Pat McAfee. And I have to go to the bathroom. I can, I am just, it's, I'm amazed I was able to get this whole bit out, this whole segment out. I just, it's terrible. I'm going to take a break. Uh, don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. All right. I see uh, Ben Ben Glaze is in here. Hey, Ben. Glad that you're here. I hope you're still here. Uh, ben has a... Uh, he's quoting a drop. Of uh, Joe Paterno, the late Joe Paterno. There was a a Big Ten promotional video went out years ago where the coaches would say something, hey, come to Michigan. And one of them was Joe Paterno uh, goes saying, come to Penn State. And we played that drop 8 billion times over the years. It's a great example. So... The way the, uh, you know, the, the drops always, sometimes it's, uh, like if we would play that drop, let's say there's a story about a pedophile on the loose and then out of the blue, you would hear come to Penn state, uh, Joe pa. Okay. That's funny. That's a ridiculous connection being made. It's just awesome. That is uh, the type of uh, reference that if we did that under today's lens, we should be fucking fired. Uh, Ben is shedding some light on us that our our pal Justin uh, is... uh, I guess back at it. He's referencing Ben again. Let's see what's going on here. Uh, God, I, I, I so suck at Instagram. I don't know, Ben. What am I looking at? He wrote something that we will cut. Ben... Ben uh, was referenced on Justin's Instagram. And we'll talk about it today on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Justin, formerly of the Free Burn Hot Wing Show. Uh, and also the guy behind Who Are These Justins? We've gotten to a point with um, shows where, oh, God, 
there's so much going on with the various shows that we have. Um, it, it, it's, it's almost too much to keep up with. Ben says, I sent you a picture of what he sent. Oh no. He wrote, can we be friends again at the Ben Glaze? I miss, I miss seeing you in my DMS. I guess like uh, half a decade ago, Ben sent him a DM. So Justin says, can we be friends again? I miss seeing you in my DMs. Okay, that's corny as fuck. You don't miss Ben in your DMs. You're not sitting around going, oh, I miss Ben. You're just saying that because Ben helped review your show with me. Ben is not your enemy, nor am I. Don't ever mix up uh, uh, us reviewing a shitty podcast or a shitty show with we don't like you. I don't know who likes you and who doesn't like you. We don't care. All we know is, is that people who listen to the, to my show know who you are. All right. And you are doing a podcast. We are reviewing it. Nothing more. If you weren't such a dumb shit, you would have taken me up on my offer where you could lean into it. We would have you on our show. You would laugh along with it. And then we would review it. Eventually, we would probably wear that out and then actually just have you on as a correspondent. But you're such a dumbass, you can't even do that. Trust me, I've done this myself. I had to eat so much shit when Carl and trucker Andy uh, ripped me a new asshole. But I laughed it off and now I'm a regular on that show. So, no, Ben is not your enemy, nor am I. We just like making fun of you. The same would go for anybody else. If Joe decided to come up with a podcast, we would review that. But I actually don't like Joe on that one. Ty, uh, Tyler says, to be fair, you basically asked Carl to review your podcast. Yeah, bullshit I did. It did backfire in my face, but that was not like a plan. Uh, Amanda says, don't say you make fun of him. You make fun of his podcast. That's that's true. I don't know anything about him personally. I make fun of the podcast and the shit he does on a show. It's a shitty show, so I make fun of it. The same way, okay, when people make fun of me, all right, they're going to make fun of you. Great. Like when... Uh, the dumbasses from the boomer bunker make fun of me. I'm not going to sit there and go, no, I don't do that. I'll just make fun of you. That's all right. That's how the game goes. Um, if, if that's why I make fun of free burn wings, the show sucks. There's horrible. It's a horrible show. 
the shit that I uh, uh, used to record when we, when we ripped myself a new asshole. Those are terrible moments. Those are bad. I'm sure there's plenty of bad ones here. If somebody did, who are these Zanes part do? Um, yeah, it, it, who gives a fuck? I'm, you can find something terrible in anybody. So that's awesome. I love that he said, I miss you in my DMs. He's always so ugh, icky. He seems um, like he's a little boy, like like a, a very um, a very childlike soul. And and uh, just really, really odd to me, his approach on things. Uh, Justin now is AKA Mr. Positivity. Yeah, that, that that's like his thing. It's like, oh man, yeah, you are good. I love you. Everyone loves you. It's like, dude, we, we don't need somebody doing a podcast to tell us those things. Okay. We have John Tesh. Just be funny. Do something interesting. Don't just sit around and tell people that they're worth something because they're not. Look at Larry Nasser. He's not worth anything. Oh, how dare you say the word Larry Nasser? Oh my God. <laughs> Shut up. Ryan says there's something extra terrible about recording your own laugh tracks and squeezing them into an edit as a new layer of shitty. Yes, that's true. And we are here to pick that apart. If Justin was smart, he'd listen to it and say, God damn it, he's right. I don't edit shit on my show. Part of the reason is, is because that's a natural speaking pattern. It's conversation. True, it's monologue style, but so is yours. If you fucking hyper edit everything, take out every breath, pop, er, ah, um, out of it, it doesn't sound the way people talk, you dumb fuck. Cole writes, I heard Nasser had something to do with those terrible Michigan State jerseys also. Uh, Ryler's, uh, Ryler, damn it. See, if I, if I were Justin, I'd edit that out, but that's fucking funny. Oh, I got to edit out where I called Ryan Ryler. I combined Ryan and Tyler to give you Ryler. Aram says, to be fair, Eric put himself on Carl's radar by emailing him to not review the show, more th- uh, review the EZSP podcast more than once. Okay. You're, you're fucking some of that up. I reached out to him. And when you say to uh, emailed him to not review... I didn't say, hey, please don't review. I reached out and said, hello, I am. I love your show. That's what I did. In hopes that, um, you know, if he saw that, he would not want to review the show. But so one of you, a guy named Garrett, I don't know who he is. I just know his name is Garrett. You see him in here from time to time. Had already had ter- heard me talking about it on this show. And he was ahead of me and sent the first email saying, this is ZZ. He sucks dick. You got to kill him. So it all lined up. Um, had I not spoken of Carl's show through attrition, he may have one day have heard of me and ripped me a new one. 
But I'm kind of happy the way it went. But nobody believes my take on this. Even Carl. He did, when I say what I just told you, he goes, yeah, right. Okay. And I'm like, I want to punch your fucking uh, face, all right? My God. I just talked to Carl yesterday. He's doing very well. I'll be doing an upcoming show in August. And then in September, I will be at the Magic Bag Show in Detroit. Live. W-A-T-P live. Kyle says, I'm glad the way that it worked out. I love W-A-T-P and his other shows and this whole Dabbleverse drama that is going on. Yeah, it's so much to follow. Um, Carl just reached out to me about another show he's doing with, I forget the guy's name, where they review radio shows. It's, it's literally Jocktober. And he invited me to be on it with um, the guy. And I, I it, it was just a passing conversation. But uh, I told him, well, of course I'll do it. If anytime I'm invited to do something, I'll do it until I can't. Which reminds me, I owe E-Rock a show on Compound Media. I'm just saying that so that I'll remember, which I won't. All right, I got to call my dad for Dear Meathead. But before I do that, I got to kick some of you out. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Thank you. Follow me on Twitch. Join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Free for seven days today. Big Fraud Wednesday. Who are these free beers? Who are these Zanes? And the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Thank you. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast. The Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver. No drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. I refuse to call it X. The open and live stream of the Eric St. Show podcast brought to you by Excellent Installation. What was Bennett Flooring Installation is now Excellent Installation. 
Now, I have a little homework assignment for you that I would like you to do as I'm speaking right now. Bennett flooring installation has become excellent installation. Don't ask me why. I don't know. But I want you to go to this Facebook page. Search out excellent installation, or I'll just uh, throw it in the chat right now. If you could please, while I'm actually talking to you, uh, click on that. Or if you're listening to the audio podcast, uh, click on the link where it says sponsors. And it'll take you directly to the excellent installations, excellent installation Facebook page. Would you please like that page? Jacob says, I want to I want to build up my uh, Facebook following. Could you help me with that? And I said, well, of course. And uh, in the meantime, there is all the information you need there about hiring Jacob to install flooring in West Michigan. Uh, any type of flooring whatsoever. Excellent installation can do it. Whether it's uh, carpeting, hardwood, vinyl plank, tile, ceramic, you got it. Excellent installation can do it all for you. Reach out to them at 616-318-0167. What was Bennett Florida installation is now excellent installation. 616-318-0167. Please click the link in the chat or the show notes and follow them on Facebook now. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Whether it's your first mortgage or your 10th. Mario and his staff will work tirelessly for you. No matter where you are in the United States, this is a nationwide mortgage sponsor. Perhaps you've lived in your home for a little while. You want to get a little money out of it. You can do that too. With the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Let's bring in dad for Dear Meathead. Hello. Dad, hi. Hi, hi. Good morning to you. How's it going? I'm going. It's going huh? it's going well. It's go it's going great. Where are you? Uh, I'm at I'm at home, Dad. I'm doing I'm doing the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to call you and uh say hello and see if we could do a little uh, dear meathead. Is that is that cool? Well yeah. Well yeah. Sounds like you're having breakfast. You eating the Cheerios? I uh, had a handful. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, welcome. And to the audience who's listening, um, as I as I take a look, as as we bring Dad in here for Dear Meathead, uh, I, I have right. like I have one question, ladies and gentlemen. So if you could send them along, eric at ericsangio.com. I would love you to send in a question for Dear Meathead. I've done a terrible job at promoting that. but uh, so, Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, Okay, well, yeah. So, Dad, everybody's excited to hear your voice and Joanne's voice. You're getting back to you're you're just getting back from a trip up north. How was that? It was good, but I appreciate the normalcy. <laughs> oh yeah, getting getting back home to your to your. I had a good time, but uh, you know, I get tired some. You get yeah. What what's the worst part? Is it the driving? Uh, well, I didn't drive. I mean, I don't do nothing. I just sit back there and yeah. enjoy it. Now, I understand that Mike, on the way up, you guys had a, a, a 
a carload of people and he was pulling that big trailer. Yeah. When I guess that that was a little bit, uh, uh, it got a little, a little dicey, I guess, during the travel up. A little nerve wracking. Okay. What was, what was the problem? No problem. It's just, uh, uh, his uh, vehicle was, uh, Overheating. Yeah, I was towing a big load. I I don't know if that if that truck was built to tow that much. I don't know. That's uh that was a big truck. No, it's 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 old truck. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Joanne is an old truck. So it uh, supposedly it took about six hours. It did. It did. Oh, <laughs> God. It did. And Stella wouldn't let me stretch my legs out. The dog. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God! I'm, I'm so, but you know the good news is he, he didn't have to bring it back. You know, I mean the uh, the, right. the trailer stays up there. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, yes. Uh, well, well, good. I'm looking forward to seeing you again there very soon. Uh, well, uh, don't push it, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know it. Well, for sure, for the uh, like uh, color changes. Yeah, you know. Did you hear what Joanne said? The birthday. Whose birthday? Right. Or Sophia. Or Sophia. Oh, my August. God. Okay. All right. Uh, hey, Mike said that there was uh, like a, uh, a an attack of bees or something like that. Yeah. On him only. <laughs> yeah. He got the worst of it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, he was getting attacked by a swarm. I think he uh, encountered a ground nest or something. He probably did. Uh, nothing bothered me. No, no. Well, you're just laying. You're, they they see how sweet you are. They don't want to. They don't want to mess with you. They no, just. No, it was it was the last name that did that. The bees looked at. Oh, is it Zaytunian? Oh, don't touch Zaytunian. Yeah. Okay. Very good. I like that. I like I like the humor there. Attempt, of course. Um, Why not? So, Dad, I was um I was thinking to myself that uh, I want to get a um a snowmobile. Are you? I was I was thinking about it because Mike said he's going to go up there again in the winter, and uh, and and he invited me. So um, yeah. So what what do you think? You've had snowmobiles before, Dad. Is there? I, I think it's fun. It's it's great. We loved it. Yeah, we were. We sure did. Oh my God, we got a couple of times I lost Joanne, and uh, during the storm or something, she went one direction, I went different direction. No, because you just went off well, in a different direction. Yeah, I went in a different direction than she did. And, man, that was a kind of scare there. So, so be careful. If you're in, in couples, stay within each other. Uh, so none of this would happen. So wait a minute. You went down a certain path and she did not follow. No, or was it the other way around? went down a certain path and he did not I didn't follow. follow. Well, that that's remarkable that you would do something like that. She doesn't know that you turned off. No, I didn't. Oh, she, went back and that, find she went back and forth to find me. The gravel pit almost crying. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, man, it was uh, it was a scary uh, situation for me. Oh, was and you said it was during a winter storm. It was a blizzard. Oh, thank. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well, I'm. Um, that's that's okay definitely something to be aware of stay stay close don't uh so she was far enough ahead you couldn't see that she turned uh i, I don't know what happened but i lost her oh all right 
Okay. Either I went too fast or... No, we had a plan to how to get back, and I stayed on the plan, and he turned off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, gotcha. All right. All right. Well, here's another little story that uh, might get somebody might get kicked out, kick out of it. Um, well, I was... Uh, what was that thing that broke on you, and I wrote only one... Uh, oh, this- one of the skis that my ski. No, you hopped it uh, to a snowbank and fell off your snowmobile. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Found the only tree in the field that hit it. Oh, okay. So the thing takes off on its own. You're not even on it. He's chasing. Yeah, I fell off. Oh, thank and God. I'm chasing it. And it and it hit a ski and destroyed one of or hit a tree and destroyed one of the skis. Right. Yes. Yeah, so. The only tree in the field. <laughs> yeah, one tree in the damn field. Well, yeah, it's a good thing it hit it. It'd still be going today. It would go. It, it would go. <laughs> oh man. Hey, we had some uh, yeah. nice nice analogies. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> Um, I have never, uh, I've never ridden one of those. I, and, and all those years that you went up, I, 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 I never did that. Well, it's fun. It really is fun. It's like riding a dirt bike. Yeah, it really is. It's cool. Okay. Uh, all right. Very good. So I'm, I'm considering that. We shall see, you know? Sure. <laughs> uh, Justin has a question, Dad. He writes, Dear Meathead. Hello, Justin. He writes, Dear Meathead, Dear Joanne, it's always great to hear you two every week. Thank you, thank you. And he actually says, you have changed my outlook on things in my life for the better. I have? That's what he says. Oh, my God. Bless your heart. I'm so grateful for the fact that this has happened. He, He adds, the question I have for you is, what is one of your favorite things to do during the summer? Well, uh, basically, I did a lot of gardening years ago, but we have a, quite a large lot. So to maintain that <clears throat> takes quite a bit of work. Okay. Your wife is a great uh, rototiller. Oh, yeah, she's what the best. Do, what do you do? She cut the grass. She's a, yeah. a lawn keeper. Now, now, does she cut the grass with a rototiller? No, no, she got a tractor. Okay, good. Um, all right, so uh, maybe, maybe gardening is one of your favorite things to do, but you're not, you're not doing that this summer. No. Uh, of course, you like to go up north and and go on those trips too, right? I do that. I'd love that. Uh, yep, yeah. and I and I and yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's all good. Uh, uh, hey, I wanted to point something else out. Actually, I'll save this uh, this last thing. But Nathan writes, Dear Meathead, um, have you ever seen when hillbillies stick their arms into swamps and then they come out of the water and there's a giant catfish on it? <laughs> yes, I, as a matter of fact, I have. I have, too. That's, yes. that's, uh, that's a thing. That's actually called noodling. So yeah. they're, they, you know, the water, they, they stick their arm under a rock or something like that. The catfish latches onto his arm and then swallows his hand and he pulls the catfish. It's, you know, 
eight feet long out of the water. It looks. I never knew that. It looks ridiculous. Would you be willing to try that? No. 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 <laughs> you hear what you ask? Yeah, she goes, "Hell no." Yeah. I don't blame her. No, I don't. I don't know how people do that. And there, and there are like, uh, like uh, guys and girls who do it. They like think it's awesome. Oh, it's just like eating up once before already. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Wait a minute. What did you say? Like I eat something that you ate it before, and then uh, you're doing it again, the same thing. What do you uh? Oh my God! Yeah, I, I I would actually be scared. You know, I don't want something, and and I also feel bad for the fish. I mean, that can't feel good to shove your fist down a down a fish's throat. Well, oh boy, that's gross. Yeah, it is gross. Uh, Dad, how about this? Uh, Kate Creer, uh, who is in New Jersey. Now she didn't write this in, but I have another podcast. Uh, like a competition, another show, and these people aren't that nice to uh, to your son Eric here. And they were uh, listening to my show, and they suggested that our segment, Dear Meathead, is just me using you. What's it talking about? Yeah, that's uh, that's what she said. She said that I, Eric, is just using his father in dear meathead and i wanted to let you know that she said that and to get your thoughts on that if you feel that i am using you um for this segment the thought has never never ever entered my brain i think i enjoy talking to eric yes yes and i explained that i said well no i mean he he looks forward to it he takes his very joanna and him both take it very seriously and they enjoy themselves on it Yes. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I'm not looking for fame and all, all this jazz through this. But I'm just looking to, to forward to the fact that uh, my son's got so damn much good stuff that I can participate in part of it. What had happened over the years, Dad, is this group of people um, felt I don't. Well, I I can't speak for them as to why they they started to behave the way they did, but things got a little bit erratic in their behavior. And I eventually um, was able to part ways with them. And to this day, and this was more than a year ago, these people are still like aggressively, um, uh, uh, you know, suggest making suggestions like what I just told you. So that, that one, I actually heard her make that like out of her mouth. I heard her say that. So I wanted to, I wanted to get your take on that uh, to let her know that, She's completely wrong in suggesting that uh, your son is using you. The thought has never, never, ever entered in my brain. Of course not. Of course um, not. I enjoy just a conversation, not because it's Eric. It's just because fun. Yes, we love this. We love you, and it's always been, you know that it's been, oh my God, we started this in... 2017 so we are we're approaching seven years of this wow yeah or joanne said that maybe she's jealous of you Uh, yeah i'm not sure maybe she's uh trying to make a name for herself but uh yeah uh interesting 
Um, okay, I wanted to I, I wanted to save that one for last because it's kind of negative, you know. Okay. But yeah, I. Was, but I was gonna. Well, she's the negative one. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, you know, take take something with a grain of salt. I mean, I don't mind if people uh, if people come after me, um, but for her to uh, uh, go down that road, I thought that that was. Just ridiculous. I mean, I just don't see the uh, combination of jealousy or comradeship and all that together. You you have something you're doing it to, for the people, for the public, and she has something. We we appreciate the fact what she's doing, and somebody or all the people should appreciate what you're doing. Yeah, she was out of line. I think she's probably. Uh, uh, you know, she's probably realized that that was a horrible thing to say. I mean, if, if I if I were to listen to her show, I would like her to say, "Hey, that's great," you know, and let it go. Right, right, uh, right. Hey, it is what it is. Yep, can't uh, can't worry about what other people think. But I just wanted to uh, make right. I, the reason why I brought it up was because in case people had ever entertained that thought, and I know that they haven't, if they are of sound mind. Um, you setting the record straight that you and Joanne um, enjoy this, and I'm I'm very appreciative. We enjoy it, and then uh, actually I enjoy it for the people. There's some people that say nice things. They love you. They love you very much. And all. Okay. Well, I, then, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And then if it wasn't for like uh, uh, that attitude that they have, I wouldn't be part of this. Right. You're 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 make your own decisions. Yeah. Okay. Well, I love you, Dad. I love you, Joanne. Uh, sorry to end on that note, but uh, you know, I, I, I'm just always so appreciative of you guys, and and have a nice day. Well, thank you, honey. Same to you, and uh, you. don't drink the drink uh, for a few days. Wait a minute. The water. Don't. Don't, <laughs> don't drink the water. Don't drink the drink for a few days. Don't drink the water. Okay. All right. I got right. that down. All right. Okay. Very good. <laughs> At least uh, fertilizer, (laughs) like in the dirt, to uh, make it a good, uh, good water. All right. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna fertilize the dirt to make some good water. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I love you. I love you too, honey. Have a great day. You too. Bye bye. See you guys. Bye now. There you go, dear meathead. Setting the record straight uh, when Kate Creer. Um, suggested that uh, I was using my father during Dear Meathead. Some terrible suggestions are being made. Uh, Kyle Ryan wrote, writes, I hear they felt bad, but lucky for them, there were a couple boxes of dozen donuts nearby, so those fat-ass idiots... Stuff their fat faces to feel better. Now, you're just lashing out there. Tyler says she just needs to shut the fuck up and go back to destroying the Jersey sidewalks. Now, come on. That's out of line, guys. Kyle writes, this is true. They go low, we go lower. Uh, 
the way he opened up the show with where are you is what I've described to you many times before. He always wants to know where I'm at. All adults, all, uh, well, elderly family members will do that. Hey, where are you? They always want to know where you are. And I think there's something to that. Um, I think it's, they, they just want to make sure that you are okay. I wonder if I'm starting to do those things to my son. Uh, Jimmy writes, how many times has Dean showed up to John's house unexpected, unexpectedly? By the way, um, he was so notorious for that. He, like, if I want, instead of just supporting a sponsor or if I mention anybody, just, you know, keeping them in mind, he would always go there to wherever it was and shoot a video. He did that at Ben's work work and creeped everybody out when he was working for his wife's, uh, for his fiance's donut place. He did that at Harbor Humane to Allison. Never met her. Just out of the blue walks in and says, hey, can I see Allison? He's holding a fucking video camera. Not my words. She's the one who revealed to me how creeped out she was by him. I didn't do it. Ben writes such a creep. Yeah, Ben Ben was on the receiving end of that one. Uh, Corey, his words, not mine, says Dean has zero social awareness along with being a creepy predator. Now, I don't know about that. I don't know that he's a predator. I know that he's made a lot of people uncomfortable over the years. You can say all you want about me. I suck. This, that, and the other thing. All of that pales in comparison. There is no way anybody alive today can say that I am a creep. Except for maybe with my obsession of feet. Dirty feet. And I don't even think that that's creepy. Is that creepy that I like feet? Dirty, filthy feet? Maybe, I think it is. I think perhaps it's terrible. (laughs) Ben writes, he's a sexual deviant, according to Jamingo, which was just so fucking fantastic. He said, hey, yeah, yeah, yo, uh, Dean, he's a sexual deviant, yo. Brandis says, not creepy, just weird as fuck. It's, it's it's unique. It's unusual. I find all parts of the human form, uh, the, the female form, attractive. Uh, including the foot zone. At first, I thought it was just a woman in a pair of uh, excellent high heels. But then it, it went crazy with the flip-flops. Those are not high heels. They're, they're just a, a chick in flip-flops. When I see that nude foot, I'm like, oh, God, I can't look. I can't look. I don't want to. I don't, I don't want. I don't want to be seeing your foot. I mean, I do, but I don't. Brandis writes, it's the filthy feet. That's fucking weird, bro. Yeah, that part I stole from Dave Chappelle. I mean, if they're filthy, I don't care. But if I, I, I'm kind of embellishing that. If they were filthy, don't mind. 
if they're clean, probably preferred. So stupid. This is all dumb. All right. Uh, thank you to dad on Dear Meathead. I, I wanted to bust on Kate because of uh, what she said about, about my dad or about what I do to my dad. Tyler writes, you're right. I'm sorry. Just go back to destroying the Planet Fitness treadmills. Sean says, now Zane wants his ball stepped on by six-inch stilettos. No. Tyler says, feet covered in freshly squirted out breast milk. Ryan says, you ever seen a sack get stepped on by stilettos? Sweet Jesus. No, I'm not into that. Can't do it. Not, not interested in any way, shape, or form. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, there's plenty of show left. I need to talk about Lizzo getting sued, but you're not going to believe it. I need to go pee again. I'm sorry. Uh, sometimes I can make it on zero bathroom breaks. Today is not one of those days. Uh, I need to go potty. So I'll be right back. Uh, okay. Before I pick this back up. Um, hello to Berlin Raceway. Uh, tomorrow they're having a SRX out there. You can still get pit passes for SRX. You will be in the infield during the whole race, but you'll be able to hang with all those amazing drivers. This is a made for TV event going on on uh, ESPN Thursday at Berlin. Next Wednesday is the battle at Berlin. Wow. This is going to be exciting. 250 laps. All the local dudes taking on uh, Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott in town. Cup Series driver. Racing at Berlin. Top prize, $30,000. 250 laps. Lap time is about 16 seconds at the track during the race. Uh, short track. Cars bunched in. A lot of, uh, of rubbing is racing. Berlinraceway.com. The battle at Berlin is the one race you have to see. Everybody's talking about SRX. It's sold out because all the big names that are there. But uh, so great. You know, that's awesome. But the one that you really want to see is a battle at Berlin. You can get tickets for just 20 bucks. At berlinraceway.com. It's a little bit more of a pricey ticket because the purse has increased so dramatically there. But uh, berlinraceway.com for tickets for next Wednesday's races at Berlin Raceway. Great family fun. 20 bucks a ticket. 15 and under. Always free. Parking free. Bring in a cooler with all of your snacks, goodies, soft drinks, no glass, and no alcohol. Every al- all the alcohol you need is for sale, affordably priced uh, under the grandstand, and they have great concessions that are not overpriced as far as concessions go. It's not going to be like you can get it at home, but uh, when you compare it to all the other venues that are in town, uh, Berlin is the most affordable thing that you can possibly uh, uh, purchase beer at, I guess. I sounded like an idiot there. God damn it. 
uh, Lizzo is on tour or she was on tour and some of the dancers were, were uh, body shamed. There's a couple different layers to the story. That's the first layer. So uh, the dancers on her tour are suing, saying, hey, you can't, you can't be mean to me like that. Uh, I'm a little bit confused about the body shaming. I mean, like, if a person body shames someone, historically, you're hearing uh, making fat jokes like Tyler did. He was attacking Kate there. I can't believe he did that. That was horrible. You know, you make a fat joke. Lizzo is body shaming her dancers. Now, I'm confused. Is she saying you're not fat enough? Because she is all about, you know, you got to be comfortable in your own skin. And if you want to dress in lingerie on stage, let's do that. I mean, she that's all she does is she wears basically underwear on stage, Lizzo does. So if Lizzo, who is, she's a big girl. She's got some power, you know. Um, if she is body shaming you, is she saying to the dancers, you're not fat enough? I'm not positive. Uh, I, I've heard some people speculating that it that she actually was saying, you need to lose weight, which, okay. If you're the person saying, leave me alone, I mind your own business. If I want to be a big girl, I'm going to be a big girl. Okay, that's great. I love that. But then you can't turn around and say you're too, you're fat or you're scared. You're anything. You don't say anything. You just say you're a dancer. Just dance your ass off. I don't care how fucking fat or skinny you are. Like she's the one who's leading the charge. You can't say anything about their body. And then the other thing that she's accused of, she's accused um, of uh, uh, having sex workers stick bananas in their vaginas and then remove them and making the same women eat those dance, those bananas. I'm not even shitting you. Audio check. Video check. I don't know if they're going to say the bananas part in here, but uh, that's, that is, that is part of it. Oh, my God. C News exclusive. Three former dancers for pop star Lizzo were accusing the singer of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. That's according to a lawsuit filed today, a Tuesday, rather, in Los Angeles. Wait, today is Tuesday, isn't it? Today is Tuesday. So that would be today. <laughs> today August in Los Angeles. It's funny that I have to ask what day it is. Uh, the dancers who accuse. The fuck is going on here? Who's Lizzo, who's known for embracing body positivity of weight shaming and they and pressuring them to touch a nude performer at an overseas strip club. <laughs> See, look, this pick. Lizzo here. She's got the this this outrageous outfit on. And then the dancers are having a good time. They're singing and dancing. And and that's the thing. As far as I understood it, like Lizzo has been like, come one, come all. I don't care what your body type is. You know, she needs to bring in one of those. She needs to bring in a dancer 
who's like somebody on a scooter or someone who's been like on a couch in their house for like 30 years, hasn't moved. Bring that person on stage. See news correspondent Stephen Romo is following the story for us. Uh, Stephen, tell us more about this lawsuit and what these former dancers are alleging. Yeah, a lot of shocking stuff here. Some wide-ranging accusations in this lawsuit. This was brought by those three former dancers. They're alleging uh, sexual harassment and creation of a hostile workplace. All of it is shocking to read, but there are also those claims that Lizzo body shamed one of the dancers for weight gain. That's shocking, of course, because wow, for gaining weight, beacon of body positivity. Those sexual harassment claims allegedly come from an after party in Amsterdam that Lizzo allegedly hosted after a concert. Now the plaintiffs claim. Okay. Now look at, look at the power on stage here. This looks like the 85 bears. That's, that's how much power these guys have. These chicks have. And she forced, look at the strength in those hips. Jesus, my God, she got into a three point stance. Uh, uh, right when the ball is snapped, all of them could do some serious damage. These are athletes in my opinion. Of those dancers to touch a nude performer. There are also allegations that a dance captain, Shirley Quigley, harassed people with religious discussions, accused of trying to convert them to her Christian beliefs after they said they were not interested. There are also some descriptions of an alleged 12-hour rehearsal described as excruciating. It came after Lizzo allegedly accused some of the dancers of drinking before performances. Now, the dancers are all former employees now. Two were let go. One resigned. The suit names Lizzo her production company and Quigley, and not all of them are accused of doing all of these various things. For example, there are also racial harassment allegations that appear to be focused only on that production company. Those uh, body shaming allegations, though, are the ones that are getting the most headlines, of course, because... No, no, no. Banana. ...for being such a beacon for so many people. Well, I was going to say this is particularly striking because her brand is so centered around body positivity. Have we heard from Lizzo or her team? Yeah, I've kept... Uh, What's up with her voice, by the way? Continue to check. They have not responded to NBC News requests for comments. But oh, yeah, okay, all right. Thank you very much for that story on Lizzo. Checked social media. Lizzo has posted three times on Instagram today. Nothing about this. Of course, this was just filed today, so we do expect to take some time to actually hear back from them. But we, uh, we are definitely waiting to see what she and the other parties involved have to say. Yeah, you'll keep following it. Stephen Romo, thank you. All right, Stephen. The Armorer and the Rust movie set shooting is going on here uh bob with a horrible comment i'm not even going to read that come on now it's ridiculous we uh, no i'm not even gonna say it i just said i'm not gonna say it and then i was gonna say it More on this. Oh, God. All right. I feel like I'm falling apart. Where's my story? I think I've lost my Lizzo story. Give me a second. Aha. Page six reports. Uh, Lizzo... Forced dancers to eat bananas from sex workers' vaginas during Amsterdam trip. So NBC, you know, they're not going to they're not going to mention that. I mean, it's a sanitized news program. You can't expect them to say, "Yeah, she body shamed." Oh, that's that's the worst of it. But then check this out. This is even worse. 
Uh, she made her wor- her dancers eat vag bananas with vag slime on the bananas. Um, plaintiff or plaintiffs, plaintiffs, God damn it, plaintiffs Ariana Davis and Crystal Williams claim in the lawsuit um, with the stunning behavior. The area of Amsterdam, known for its sex theaters, sex shops, and clubs and bars, where nudity is on full display. These these are the ladies. These are the ones who were body shamed. Okay. This lady right here, she was she was. Uh, this is Lizzo. She's like, hey, yeah, hey, fuck you, lose some weight. This looks like bitch. What the fuck? And uh, here's Lizzo, and uh, looks like some type of. Uh, she looks like one of the Avengers in this gear. They're like, you know, come on now. Brandis writes, absolutely horrendous and foul as fuck. Amanda says, I'm picturing the unpeeled, uh, putting the unpeeled one inside of the person's body and then peeling it to eat it. That does make more sense. Because um, if you're a sex worker and you were to unpeel or take the peel off a banana and then put it inside of your body, um, you know, that's that's a huge risk that that thing, you know how easy it is to break a banana. And if that thing gets stuck up there, that's a serious problem. By the way, food should not go, should not be anywhere near vaginas you got to leave food out of it you can there's uh, all sorts of uh, uh possibilities for horrendous infections that can take place uh, keep your food away pro- away from female reproductive organs kenny writes and you could get deathly ill because of the banana anyway don't forget that's right when you made up that scenario about banana worms Concerning this issue with Lizzo, uh, in Amsterdam, the lawsuit states things quickly got out of hand. Lizzo began inviting dancers to take turns touching the nude performers, quote, catching dildos launched from the uh, performers' vaginas. So these are skilled people who have some strong vaginal muscles, and they would go, uh, and the thing would go, Voop! Right out of there. And then it says, and eating bananas protruding from the performer's vaginas. Yeah, they, they don't get specific enough in the detail about the about the uh, uh, banana eating. And I don't know if they actually ate the banana. Now, I will say this. Uh, during sex, uh, banana eating, either pre-peeling or post-peeling, is all something that in the heat of the moment during sex, a person, I could see doing that. When you are having sex, your brain is at a different level from the calm brain. I've maintained this before. You can convince a person who is in the throes of passion to doing some crazy shit. You really can. Uh, I know that if, uh, if this came up, in the Easy Show uh, podcast household, if Diana turned into just a deviant and said, look, 
I've got a new idea for a banana split. Uh, you know, she's kind of the boss in the household. So if she suggested that, um, I, you know, I might have to give that a good hard look. And I know you're disgusted by that. But at the end of the day, uh, my mouth has been there many times. So I don't know how different that is. You know, it's it's really not. I mean, it's 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 natural. I can't even get behind these stupid jokes. So don't sit there and judge someone for banana eating, Brandis. Brandis is talking about how vile this is. I can't I can't confirm or deny I've never eaten a banana during sex. I don't recommend that. We're getting various fishy banana jokes in there. Mitch writes, have you seen the video of the guy just inhaling hot dogs and then launching them? That has to be this. Brandis, Brandis says, oh, I am judging hard. F-O-U-L, foul. Hey, you know, I understand that. But at the end of the day, um, there are times when uh, a man's mouth may be on a woman's area where the babies fly out. And when that happens, that is not all that different than the actual banana consumption. Now, I will draw the line on any type of two girls, one cup scenario, but I am not a prude. I will, um, I will go as far as the playbook will allow. Now, the playbook is Diana's. Diana writes the playbook. And I don't, you know, try to suggest things that I know she's not comfortable with. You know, uh, Kenny with a horrible comment. Can't even read that. Brandis says a sex worker, though. You're talking about your wife, not a sex worker who have lots of. Yeah, you're right. You are right. When it comes to the sex worker, you're right. Uh, We're on the same page there. If I'm at a sex show and someone says here, we have a banana vending machine. Would you like this banana? You're right. I wouldn't do that. So in that regard, we we uh we do agree. But if if Diana said I want to be a banana vending machine, I'd have to give that some consideration. Because again, the boss. I can only perform <clears throat> um based on the actual playbook. I don't throw in a fucking flea flicker at the last minute and just say, here you go. Surprise. You know, she's not going to like that. Not going to like that at all. So if suddenly I'm in that zone and uh, uh, mouth to mouth, if you will, and then I, I bust out a fucking banana. Um, she's not, she's not going to be approving of that in any way. Brandis says no issue there, I guess. That's good. On the same page. All right.
It doesn't. There is. There's no fruit involved in any of the uh, 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 Eric Zane Show podcast lovemaking sessions. None. Never. In fact, I'm the guy who always wants to chit chat. You know, talk a little shit, and she's constantly telling me to shut up. Shut up. Shut. This isn't a fucking conversation. Like okay. You're you're wrecking it. I can't think. I don't even bother saying like, well, it's supposed to help because I know it's not. It's not helping her. Just shut up. Shut up. All right. Anyway. uh, Back to Lizzo. So banana eating, she's like, all right, eat this banana sticking out of the sex worker. Uh, Lizzo allegedly pressured and goaded um, Davis, one of the performers, into touching one nude performer's breasts. The plaintiffs claimed that just a month earlier, Lizzo, 35, deceived them once again into attending a nude show, thereby robbing them of the choice not to participate, the document state. All right. Uh, Davis also claims in the lawsuit that at one point she had no choice but to soil herself on stage during an excruciating re-audition, fearing the repercussions of her excusing herself to go to the bathroom. Well, I need to know if she had, if she like shit herself or peed herself. This is key. Can you imagine being on stage at the Lizzo performance with uh, the fearsome foursome or whatever? And and there's there's shit on the stage and they have to dance or pee. Eventually, Lizzo allegedly fired Davis on the spot after learning Davis had recorded one of their meetings, even though it was in it was in order to have a copy of the notes the artist provided. Rodriguez resigned shortly thereafter out of solidarity with Davis and the disrespect Lizzo allegedly showed her. The lawsuit claims she feared Lizzo intended to hit her and would have done so if one of the other dancers had not intervened. And you don't want to be hit by a punch by Lizzo. So this is a big deal. You know, if you're Miss Positivity and Miss Body Pos, she's like a uh, a massively, a massive black talented version of Justin with the positivity. That's what we were led to believe, you know. Uh, we're led to believe that she's constantly saying positive men- uh, messages and saying, I love you and I support you. And I, 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 my heart breaks. I miss you. Not in my DMS and nonsense like that, but that's not true at all. In fact, that's what a lot of people say about Justin. They, 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 they say that they don't like him for various, like, like Brett, uh, uh, Lurch. He didn't like Justin. I don't know if, uh, I think Ben has indicated he doesn't like Justin either. I, I have not met the man. I don't, I am, I am not judging his, uh, I am just basing it again on his shitty podcast. I would like to think that if you heard mine, you're getting a pretty good idea of who I am. I don't, I don't feel that way with Justin. All right. I'm all over the board. That's the end of the Lizzo portion of the show. That is a gigantic story, and it's crazy how NBC covers it, and it doesn't cover any of the actual details that people are concerned about. The big banana eating. 
My God. Maureen says, while she's 35, I thought she was much younger. Um, she, the, the thing about it is, and I, I, I don't, I don't mean any disrespect here. Typically, if you, it's a, it's a negative, um, thing to your health to be carrying that much weight that you shouldn't be carrying. Your body is built to, to, to handle a certain amount. And then you, uh, compromise your health with your joints, with your mental well-being, with uh, your heart, your lungs, when you uh, when you carry that much weight, and ultimately, um, you're you're probably going to have a shorter lifespan than most, and that's the thing that always gets me. That always makes me go, God damn it! I got to do something. I have got to do something. Um. Uh, like Amanda says, she says, like me. And, and, and you're right. You're right. And, but the difference is um, you are a thin person uh, inside. I don't know if Lizzo is. She is. She is really leaned into that whole, I am going out of my way and you must be fat. Uh, then Amanda says she eats right and she's very energetic on the stage. Uh, she, she's actually pretty healthy for an obese person. Um, I don't believe that she eats right. I, I'm going to call that out and think and say that is bullshit. And you cannot be a healthy person and be that large. It, it's not possible. Um, there are no fat old people. We've, we've talked about this. The, she's not. Well, she eats right on her TikTok, she writes. Well, of course she eats right on her TikTok. She does not eat right. Don't believe for one second that she's eating right. That is not true. You don't eat right, quote unquote, and uh, and have that happen to you. You have to actually put in some effort to be in the state that she is in. Don't ever tell me Lizzo's healthy and making positive food choices. You're lying to yourself. Anybody who says, oh, yeah, well, she's completely healthy. She can do an Ironman triathlon today. Okay. She does not eat right. And I don't mean disrespect by that. I want to make sure because I sometimes I get attacked by for being too mean on these, but that's that's not an attempt to be mean. That is just bullshit. Um, without activity, she, without active, she he write uh, without active. Corey writes she is on stage. She has to be eating a shit ton to be maintaining that way, that weight. God, that is one of the most fucked up. What do you, how do you post those? This is what Corey does. He'll post a comment that doesn't make sense and then post uh, 10 separate comments with like the corrections. Wouldn't it be easier to do the voice to text, read it, and then decide whether or not it's correct enough to send it? Instead, you're going to end up sending me the N word one day. It's the worst. 
Amanda says, this rant is cracking me up. Well, it's not a rant. It's just true. It's stupid to even suggest, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's a calorie counter. Yeah, she eats right on TikTok. I think she's only getting 800 calories a day. And she burns 90,000 on stage. I don't know what's going on. It's a mystery. Yeah, it, it's it's math. Man, it says, no, I meant the rant about Corey fucking up his comments. Well, that was good, too. All right. All right, so I, I, I wonder if there's going to be video of, like, a lady eating a vag banana or something like that. If that will actually come out. Who knows? Uh, ladies and gentlemen... Thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling. The immortal Joe Martinez is right here, and uh, I had to uh, call upon his services for a uh, an issue that was keeping my air conditioning from uh, from kicking on. Drove over here as quickly as possible. He said, I'll be there after 1. Actually worked out. He was here between 11 and 12. On the day after it happened, it was uh, Sunday night when it happened. He was here Monday. I believe, I believe that's when it was. And uh, it was quickly taken care of. You have to have a guy. I have one for you. If you ever have an issue like what I had, my house isn't cooling. My house isn't uh, heating. You call A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. The official uh, heating and cooling provider of the Eric Zancho podcast household. Um, I've talked all summer about how getting an AC tune-up should be something that you do regularly, even now as we are in August. And we're starting to think about eventually shutting that down for the year. Um, it's still a good reminder that every time you are um, getting set to fire up the AC, to always have it tuned and cleaned for $79 with A&E heating, heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579, uh, twice a year, AC and then Furnace. Thank you so much, Joe. You are awesome. He has uh, done a lot uh, for the Eric Zancho podcast. Been a longtime sponsor, and he is an absolute saint. Family, local, minority-owned business. Okay? They're so minority-owned that... The two guys who will fix your shit are either the Mexican or the Japanese dude. Wait a minute. I don't know if David, your son-in-law, is Japanese or Chinese. I'm not sure what his nationality is. I'm thinking it's Japanese. But either way... His son-in-law, only one of his parents is Asian. So you got a real melting pot going on here. He's Chinese. You ever wonder what it would look like if a, if a Chinese dude and a Mexican lady had a baby? Let me tell you. They make the most beautiful, beautiful grandchildren you will ever see. I take it back. He's half Chinese, half Italian. Okay. A&E Heating and Cooling is the United Nations of Heating and Cooling. 
Chinese Italian dude, Mexican mom. I'm not kidding you. They the kid was so fantastic that well they actually featured David and his lovely wife, which is Joe's daughter, in the goddamn TV commercial on Wood TV Eight. Joe was like, "You do it because if I do it, all the ovaries in Grand Rapids are going to explode in a million pieces." And they ha- and the baby is on is in the young little girl is in is in the uh, video, is in the commercial. And they have another one on the way. Another Italian, Chinese, Mexican baby. My God. I love this so much. So much has changed with A&E heating and cooling since they started on the podcast. He's added all sorts of vehicles. He takes a lot more vacations, Joe does, and buys a lot more jerseys thanks to you. He's got his whole family working for him. He's got all sorts of grandkids. Reach out to the United Nations of Heating and Cooling, uh, A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. White people. 616-532-6600, centered right in the uh, middle of Grand Rapids, Michigan. ER Vines, that's ervines.com. Love them so much. Have any issues with your car? 616-532-6600. Uh, an unbelievable staff of uh, talented, constantly being re-educated technicians, getting further um, updates to their knowledge on the uh, landscape of automotive repair in terms of electric vehicles and hybrids and you name it. 616-532-6600. Call today. Irvines.com. ervines.com. Lastly, a brand new vehicle can be yours. Buy it at Sarah Honda Granville, just like my beloved son-in-law, Justin, just bought. He bought a brand new 2024 CRV hybrid. Great car. It'll run forever. I'm predicting 700,000 miles when this t- when it's all said and done. Sarah Honda Granville, go there. Visit with one of the amazing salespeople that work. I don't even know if they're called that anymore, but uh, account executives, account professionals, automotive specialists, salespeople, whatever. Sarah Honda Granville, S E R R A, Sarah Honda Granville.com. Test drive a new Honda today and mention your old pal EZ. They also have an unbelievably large lot, the biggest in Michigan, of certified pre owned vehicles. Available for you to drive home in today. The the new cars, it's we're in that spot where you go there. Yeah, this is what I want. They, then two weeks later, the vehicle shows up after you've test driven the um, test drive model, and then off you go. So that's awesome, Sarah Honda Granville. They also have a uh, in the back, so no one can see them. Uh, the shit box cars, known as budget vehicles. So if you are a former Zaniac. And you have to borrow from six people to get a car for the $3,000 for the car to help you on your paper route. You can get that at Sarah Honda Granville. Uh, in the back, it actually says loser cars. You can get yourself a loser sled at Sarah Honda Granville. Okay. That is the time on the show. I've got the asshole of the day. Who's it going to be today? Uh, I don't know. The people who are trying to cancel Pat McAfee, should they be assholes? I I think so. Yesterday was the Mobile, Alabama Fire Department for trying to, for firing that chick because she had tattoos. 
That was ridiculous. Uh, I think it's between Kate Creer for uh, hurting my dad's feelings and insulting him and me. I, I don't care that she insulted me, but boy, she pissed him off. Oh my God, it was horrible. Or Lizzo uh, for making the dancers eat vag bananas. But that's alleged. I mean, we heard Kate say that she thinks I'm using my father. That's actually true. This lawsuit just alleges that Lizzo uh, made the dancers eat vag bananas. Uh, it's unanimous though. The asshole of the day brought to you by TC paintball is, is Lizzo. She is your asshole of the day. The audience is skipping the trial. I think she might've done that too. That's pretty specific. Uh, I wonder if there's video of, uh, of banana eating there. That is, that is just gruesome. Um, we also could have had Justin in there. I don't know. I think, I think Justin might be acting like kind of an asshole. I don't know if you can call Justin an asshole though. He's just a dork. Okay. Thank you so much for being here. Check me on the Patreon for free. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Till next time. Bye-bye. And I'll see you later on a uh, fraudulent Wednesday with Ben.